1: Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone, in Podcastville or Internet land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host on Attended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials, Bedeck, LCG, and Logistics Committee of the Western Florida Guild, Professional Anarchist, Local, for 151, Wiley. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, my friend. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. I can't complain. Yeah. All, right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. You know what I like about them girls? <laughs> I, I keep, keep getting, getting older, and they stay the same age. <laughs> uh, you know, it's Matthew, weird. It's one of his. Fir- it's like one of his first movies.
0: Yeah, I might actually yeah. have been his first movie. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, it, it's. I don't know where that came from, but uh, yeah, absolutely. And the thing about hit Matthew McConaughey is he, anybody can do. Uh, Matthew McConaughey impersonation. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. I can't do many impersonations. I'm just never was good with But you can only do certain ones
1: of his lines, though. There's certain people that can do him, like, can do. Like a, a, a the can. It's,
0: it's pretty easy. You just got to do the laid back S's. I see. I'm not doing well. You're right. Yeah, I it's couldn't tough, pull that off. But it you is can. Tougher but, than you right, think. All right. All right. You can right. do that one though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you, then, you, and then you, the line. You can pull off a couple of his lines, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. What, you what got a great, be, what a great movie, by the way.
1: Dazed and Confused. I love movie. that movie. Yeah.
0: It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, uh it did very much like uh you know uh, my my high school experience in in many ways. You know. I was a little
1: past that part just because of the time
0: frame in which it was. Yeah, because so. you were in high school in the 90s, right? Yeah, I graduated in 93. So. Yeah, well, that was actually in the 70s, but I graduated in the 80s. So. Well, still actually, a little bit I didn't of graduate, over. but, you know, technically. When you were there. Yeah. I, when you I, attended. I, I still spent Danmere four years in school, but <laughs> didn't work out too well for me. <laughs> anyway so
1: what's going on man uh no not too much man I had a good week you know yeah i had to,
0: actually I had to clean on friday so
1: yeah that was uh ended up working out all right though but yeah. they're little they're, they were little places that we were in and out
0: in less than an hour yeah yeah sounds well, good that was kind of fun yeah yeah but uh so i'm just uh uh you know dealing with a uh, new puppy how's that working out for you awesome that <laughs> dog is so cool so do you like the new puppy stage uh, you know, you got to deal with it. You, you got to train the dog. You know, so it's it's a lot of training right now, but it's it's working out great. You know, great person. I suck at training dogs. Oh, I'm awesome at it. Well, I actually used to uh, work with canine attack dogs and would train them and, you know, work with them uh, for security and stuff like that. Um. So and, and I also was the guy that put on the uh, bite suit. And let dogs attack me. Did you really? Oh, yeah. I used to do that all the time. You could never do it for your own dog. Uh, so, like, you know, the, the other uh, guys, you would you would trade off. So, you'd do their dog, they'd do your dog, you know, that sort of thing. Why so, can't you do your own dog? Because if they get used to biting
1: you once, they'll do it again. It, right. Yeah,
0: exactly. So That kind of sucks. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, interesting stuff. And I, I actually was considering, because uh, with uh, attack dogs, you train them in German. Yeah. Um, so I was... It's really weird that you train him in German, though. Uh, yeah. Like, why? I, I, just because the... I, that's the, just the Because the German yeah. sounds like attacking you? Like, just regular talk in German? <laughs> yeah. Sounds yeah. bad? Yeah. Yeah. You ever you ever see someone with a uh, a guard dog and they say, puck him? You're dead. <laughs> What's puck him mean? Uh, catch him. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So... Or, uh, pause off, which means warning. You know, be alert. Something's about to go down. Oh. So yeah
1: well look at that learning you know so yeah look, been, this show I, has so about... many
0: good features and one of them is you know <laughs> right <laughs> certain
1: uh, words so, to be careful some, for some of our around
0: a dog bizarre life experiences just tend to pop up from time to time yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> it's weird how that works out sometimes. Right? yeah so uh so I'm, I'm thinking about uh training this uh you know, 17-pound dog. <laughs> Hold on. This dog's a baby and 17 pounds already? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it's probably going to get to about 40, maybe 45. It's it's not going to be a huge dog. but it, You like medium-sized no, dogs? No, I like big dogs. I like big big dogs but my wife likes small dogs so we kind of compromised on a medium dog oh I got you, you know my wife is kind of the one where you know she she wants to carry the dog in her purse in the grocery store and I'm like no shut you up, will really? never ever ever be one of those people that is so that so, is I, honestly I judge those people yeah and I I want a dog that you can almost ride <laughs> you know what I'm saying so we the compromise is you know somewhere in the middle oh I got you. yeah so oh hold on something did happen last
1: night so I was out oh. I was out to I was out to dinner with Kelly and we were downtown new for richie actually and she wanted sushi and i was going to agree to go have sushi again right except for every a, every place that would was, that would have been the third time no second
0: oh okay um
1: but every place that was selling sushi like it was like i don't know how you want to i don't know how you'd say it like they were all busy as shit right so
0: so you eat it raw is what you're saying <laughs> yeah
1: basically okay so but when we find, so finally we couldn't like find a place to eat sushi at, so we just went back to the old standard, which is Bourbon on Maine. Which I get the same thing every time. I literally will get like jambalaya with black and shrimp.
0: Right. And we know you love the jambalaya there. I think you bring it I up do. like at least once a uh, month. I do. Yeah. And Caesar They should salad. be paying us. They should be. Yeah. Well, I'll try to get them.
1: <laughs> right. Well, actually, I don't. I don't know if I get them at this point though. I'm a little angry because I think one of the guys that actually owns the place. Right. So the jukebox was on. Right and piano man came on okay and not only did the guy not know the words to the fucking song he was like he was butchering making fun of it wait and it was the jukebox was on and the owner was singing to the jukebox well like, no, no no you know how look when piano man comes on normally right in a in a in a good place right that you would sing along to piano man cuz it's a great song it's a it's a phenomenal song and you're at a bar it's right. a bar song. Right. I mean, it's a piano bar song, but it's a bar song. It's an old
0: people piano bar
1: song. It's a timeless piano <laughs> bar song. I don't know, man.
0: It's t- No, no, come on.
1: That is that is a song that's making it through the test of time I don't know, forever man. and it's, a month.
0: Uh, yes. I, it, look, I love the song, and I can't tell you how many times I've sung Piano Man in a piano bar. Yeah. <laughs> but having said that, sometimes sitting at the piano, having drinks off the piano, you know, <laughs> but this it guy butchered just butchered the song well, wait though. a second i don't get it so the jukebox was on why was he singing well no, no no he was like we were outside sitting at a
1: table and he was at the table next to us but it was like a bunch of the workers and right. him were there right. and he was drunk and he was a drunk obnoxious person anyway Oh, well there you go so but but then he was like just <laughs> like making fun of the song but not like how do you how do you do this?
0: Yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah, you, you don't you don't disrespect piano, man. No, no.
1: And then the second thing that happened. Oh, God, this other thing pissed piss, piss me off. The <laughs> next so song. This that guy's comes, ass. No, I did not. He was a very big guy. I didn't say a <laughs> fucking word to him, by the way. I was just like I was sitting there. If and, he was a smaller guy, would you have <laughs> kicked his ass? No, but I might have said something, though, at that yeah. point. Though. <laughs> so he so was big enough. Well, no, no, no. Considering the night, I didn't want any problems. <laughs> you didn't want to ruin anything. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to ruin any I got gotcha. you. But the second thing he did, so the next, like, not that song, but the song after came on, Hotel California. Right. My favorite fucking song. Oh, I think this dude went inside and skipped it.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Good for him. For skipping Hotel California. How are you going to... What in the oh, world are you even talking about? God. It, it just... I don't know. It, look, it's a good song, but it's one of those songs that if it comes on, I'm I'm going I'm changing stations. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. It's just it's because you have th- you, heard it like too many times. It's like stairway to heaven. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't put I wouldn't put Hotel California in the same category same exactly, but I do understand yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Though. So, unless I come back at the end when it's the the final solo, that's that's not. Too that's bad. a good. I, yeah. I'd love that song. I'll yeah.
1: listen to that song all the way every time. No, it's what.
0: it's one of my least favorite Eagles songs. Really? Because it's yeah, it it wasn't always. It just it's because I, it got too played. I feel like yeah, it just got overplayed to death. Yeah, you know one that's of the, the
1: problem. You know one of my favorite Eagles songs that I don't hear nearly enough is What's that "Dirty
0: Laundry." Yeah, well that's not uh the Eagles. That is uh, uh, Don Henley. Oh, that's just Don Henley. That's Don Henley solo. Oh yeah. shit, I didn't realize yeah. that that's a kick them when they're up kick them when they're down kick them when they're up kick them all around quite a uh quite a commentary on the uh the state of the media
1: oh absolutely
0: yeah. and how how long ago was that song written and am sure it was yeah <laughs> it was very true then it's true it even true, true, in true in the true 80s now. and true now yeah
1: you know it seems like that with sometimes when you hear certain songs you're like man boy they were really trying to say something to everybody yeah yeah you know and nobody heard it
0: yeah Well, I was (laughs) kind of sit and have a coffee talk with the wife this morning. Right. And I just and I was just it's coffee. Let's talk. It's coffee. Let's talk. We do coffee talk in the morning, you know. Yeah. Um, And uh, so I I wanted to throw on the news because I wanted to see what was going on if we were still bombing the shit out of a bunch of countries. And uh, so I flip on CNN and CNN, of course, is saying how important it is for black voters to vote for Biden in the primary. And I'm thinking, why the fuck is nobody running against him? You you know what I'm saying? It's like one person could vote for Biden and he would win (laughs) because there's nobody else on the ballot. No, there are people. Okay, hold on. You're right. There's nobody else on the ballot because the Democrats party took took all the people that are running against them off the ballot. (laughs) So then, so I'm like, all right. Well, let's flip over to Fox News. You know. And, uh, of course, they're doing some shit about how Trump is, you know, being persecuted and all this shit. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, and so you, you got go from one bullshit to another bullshit. So I put on BBC. They've got a cricket match. You know, they're giving the recap on the sticky wickets. And it's like, I don't like, Oh, so get it. they're doing a sports update. <laughs> right. <And laughs> Which is so, not bad. So I go to, like, I don't know, Good Morning America or CBS This Morning, one of those fucking shit shows. And they've turned into QVC. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. It was CBS. Yeah, so whatever the CBS show is. And, yeah, I'm just trying to find out whether we're at fucking war with Iran. <laughs> you know, you wake up in the morning, hey, are we at war with Iran right now? Are we in the middle of a- another East war that's going to last a decade? Who knows? Um, so, anyway, I'm on there, and they're like, selling these fucking like this this mass that goes over your face with flashing red lights is supposed to revitalize your skin and it's not like they're just doing some market review you can buy it right on cbsshop.com shut up right so they fucking turned into qvc you know it's home shopping channel there and it's i'm thinking i cannot get information from this glowing box in my house anymore you know it's not, just not I, there's hold on do you have there. do you have uh spectrum no i actually have uh i'm all streaming now so i've got a bunch of different streaming services it's I've the got only thing roku direct tv you that's know that's the one oh, thing, bay thing News I miss. nine yeah yeah well i miss bay news nine yeah well it's bay just,
1: news nine was really good news
0: i miss i miss looking at my backup wife holly gregory oh yeah god. so oh god. As hot as you think that, she is, she's even oh, more so hot. way in hot in person. Yeah, she's just got more like about her. Like she is hotter in person, and, and she's hot on the air. I'll never forget the, the time I got to unzip her dress. Oh, and, you're you know, such a lucky man. I know, I know. I mean, only from the back to help her with her uh, her mic, but still, it didn't, still, did, did, it, did, it didn't there's matter. No need for you to give any further. <laughs> it, explanation. it doesn't matter. It was it was one of the highlights of my life.
1: <laughs> I'd go to work on her. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd bring yeah. a lunch pail, a bucket. That, I'd fucking bring yeah. my my my, my, that, my
0: card. That, that'd be uh, Captain C all day long. Yep. yeah that would that would work out i'd love her i would i would love her i would worship her oh She's god we're a couple of, we're a couple old perverts here you know Nothing wrong with that though and uh, I, I i just want here's the thing man
1: look i know what goes on in the villages right now yeah you know what man i gotta tell you we're pretty tame considering what the fuck's going on up there
0: and uh uh if uh, holly gregory's husband or kids are listening i apologize in advance but uh, to her husband you're a you're a lucky man Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. I wouldn't do anything that
1: wasn't voluntary. No. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, that's good to
0: know. I'm just saying. It's just nice to know that I... you wouldn't force yourself, you know, a tire up in the basement or anything like that. No, of course you not. Know. I wouldn't do that anymore. know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> People frown upon that shit. <laughs> I've heard. Look, that. I watch pornos and they seem like they like it, and then when you get them down there, all of a sudden they're crying and talking about how they want to get let free and shit. Like that's bull- You know what? Man, here's the thing. I'm sick of porn lying.
0: Yeah, you know, speaking of porn, I read a blurb and I didn't go into it because I'm like, I, I just, I can't even process that information. That Pornhub was just purchased by a billionaire rabbi. <laughs> All right, now, really? That's that's the blurb I read, and I I, I looked at that headline and I thought about opening the article, and I'm like, nah, I just can't process that information right now. Hang on, but now, now you're gonna open now, up the article. Now I've got to. Like yeah.
1: so you just wanted to wait for the air for it. you know inside your subconscious. <laughs> I, I said, shut up, wait for the air.
0: <laughs> no, Like you didn't even want to
1: touch the article until you were on the air for like the instant reaction to it.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Like what
1: website is it
0: from, though? Let's just give me that. Uh, let's pick one. Let's see. Oh, hang on. Um, oh, no. Okay. So I think it was fake news. Ah. Oh, that's too bad.
1: <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised on some of this porn stuff. I'll bet you that there's some people that own it that you'd never
0: think would own it. Uh, Solomon Friedman is the new owner of Pornhub. He is a Jewish attorney and rabbi. He is a private equity firm, took over MindGeek, the umbrella company of virtually every porn site. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so a, uh, a, a rabbi does own Pornhub. There you go. And there you go. He didn't just buy that, though. He bought them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he bought all the porn sites. He bought all of them. <laughs> hey, man, good business model. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Great work if you can find it. Yeah. I actually, back in the day... And this was The well, OnlyFans is competing against them now. But. This was in. Back in the the mid 90s, I actually had a uh, web development company and uh, had a website, a news and information, local portal news website called tampabaystart.com. Um, and I had that till up in about 2000. I don't know. Yeah, when the Title fucking something. stole it from you? Uh, well, no, it was the Tribune at the time, which was purchased later by. Uh, oh, no, it was tampabay.com. Um, Anyway, I I think that the Times threatened to sue me, uh, but they had no real case. Uh, The Tribune uh, media general did actually sue me you know cuz i at the time i was the biggest local news site and the the local newspapers were just trying to get in the game yeah and i was blowing their doors off you know this little dude you know working out of his uh, you know 100 a, a square foot office in his house mm-hmm. you know was blowing his doors off but the point is is i considered like in the late 90s getting into doing porn sites and I seriously discussed it with the wife and, you know, said, hey, we can make a ton of money. And I ultimately decided against it because I just, you know, I didn't want to be in a business that, I, I, it, you know, it just didn't feel right to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you weren't going to do the porn. I didn't want to. No, I wasn't going to do the porn. I was just going to, you know, package it and resell it just like Pornhub does, yeah. you know. And I, I, I said to myself, you know, and I had, uh, you know, uh, uh, little kids at the time. Well, at least one little kid at the time. Um, I said to myself, I don't want to be in a business that I can't tell my kids what I do, or at least not explain it to them, (laughs) you know? Well son, you know, when when a man and a woman really love each other, (laughs) you know, they get together and 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 take out the camera (laughs) so that... Other men who don't have someone who loves them can enjoy themselves to it. <laughs> you know, I'm providing a community service, or do have someone that loves them. But you know, still, here's the thing: you, know. you were you were trying you you stopped yourself from providing a phenomenal community service, e- even though I had no actual. Um,
1: actually, Pornhub would have sued you. Probably,
0: <laughs> you know that's the thing. If you're a little guy and and you actually build a better mousetrap. Uh, especially in the, the early days of the Internet, man, because it was just Wild West back then. Yeah. You know, um, you're yeah. The, the, I just the, can't I can't understand
1: the rationale to why they had to why they got to steal the domain name from you.
0: Um, I, you know, it was I I, I, I kind of gave up because I went to my attorney and my attorney said, we can fight this. We can probably win. OK, but it's going to cost you about one hundred uh, <laughs> and fifty thousand dollars. I'm man. like, yeah. I and here's a website I'm making, you know, five hundred dollars a month off of. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it just right. It which at the time, considering we were just doing like banner ads and stuff, that was crazy money for a website. Yeah, yeah, you know? but still, right? Yeah, so that was back in the wild west days. Anyway, are we are we can talk about anything today? We yeah, we'll start. About hey, news? Let's let's
1: start here, man. Let's that, go n- with the, none of that was Let's scripted. go with the Neuralink here. So, Elon Musk's Neuralink has implant implement, implanted its first chip in a human brain. What's next? So, yeah. let me read a little bit from the article. Okay, uh, billionaire technologist Elon Musk announced this week. That his company Neuralink has implanted its brain computer interface into a human for the first time. The recipient was recovering well, Musk wrote on his social media platform X, formerly Twitter, on Monday evening, adding that initial results showed promising neuron spike detection, a reference to brain cell. Brain cells, electrical activity. Each wireless Neuralink device contains a chip and electrode array of more than 100,000 super thin flexible conductors that a surgical robot threads into the cerebral cortex. There, the electrodes are designed to register thoughts related to motion. In Musk's vision, the app will eventually translate these signals into in uh, transit to move a uh, cursor or produce text in short it will enable a computers control by thinking imagine if stephen hawking can communicate faster than the speed typist or auctioneer that's the goal must wrote on his first Neuralink product which he said he named telepathy
0: in completely uh, telepathy in completely unrelated news uh the NR, uh, nsa has uh just uh, uh set up a program to tap directly into people's brains <laughs> and yeah, right. monitor and control your thoughts now you said though that you and were hackers gonna- on the dark web are now using this to ransomware so what they're going to do is they're going to take over your Neuralink and make you slap yourself in the face all day long until you pay them 1.75 bitcoin <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean dude this is such a can of worms however it is you know, it, it's the next progression. I mean, we are going to become more and more cyber cybernetic organisms. We're going to become cyborgs. Um, you know, we're, we're going to link our brains directly to the internet. You know, and now eventually you, we are going to be having. Actually, it's 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 the the fact that he named this telepathy tells me that the ultimate goal is the hive mind.
1: You know, like the Borg. Yeah, essentially, so the Borg. We're becoming the Borg. Now, you know? with, now with this though, like so, let's say for instance, that you had something like, and I think one of the diseases that this would definitely target would be like Parkinson's, right?
0: Yeah. Parkinson's, ALS, muscular dystrophy, anything where the... uh, Where it's the communication between the brain and the body. Yes, the nervous system cannot properly send signals to uh the the you know the limbs uh for example yeah so if the nervous system is having a problem transmitting a signal to the muscles in order to make you know your your hand work your arms work your legs work what have you um then this is a it's a great thing you know the only the one hey, cat- hold on hold on real quick go ahead if you
1: had parkinson's <clears throat> And this technology, let's say it was, let's say they're at the point now where you know your your rate of well, hold no, on, even if it was like you know, a, right, like there was a decent chance that you would be able to be fully recovered by putting this in your body, would you do it?
0: There, uh, that would if be you a, had Parkinson, that would be a, a very very difficult decision. But I would say I would only do it on the condition that it was a closed system; it was not networked to anything else. And if you wanted to access the system you would have to like literally plug into me I wouldn't want it like the fucking matrix yeah (laughs) uh, exactly I would never want anything that uh, connected to my brain that was on any type of network Uh, any type you know don't give me a Bluetooth connection for it (laughs) don't put the Wi-Fi on it yeah you know what I'm saying Uh, so if I would consider it if it were a completely closed system that no one could access without Physically accessing some type of port, you know, or something like that. Like you can have a USB port in your in your yeah I yeah got you. exactly. So, and then I'd still probably uh, you know the first thing I'd do is uh, jack into it myself and uh, you know <laughs> figure out a way to encrypt it or make it more secure, <laughs> lock it out. You know what I'm saying? You'd hack your own brain, <laughs> right? I mean, so, hack my own. But brain. I will yeah. say, but but
1: but but in all seriousness, though that would be something that you would think about doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, n- Under the right circumstances, you have would, to have, some I would have kind to of, have some type of severe disease that it, the quality of life was just so bad that this was like really you would, the like only like way. You to, feel like
1: you're living in a prison.
0: Right. Unless you yeah. got this fixed. Yeah. Okay. But even then, I, and that may honestly, and here's the thing that makes sense. Even then, if I had a debilitating disease and my mind was still okay, um, I wouldn't do it if it had to be networked to a, a broader system.
1: I would never do that. Man, what was the name of that one movie, man? It had Ethan Hawke in it. Uh,
0: Gattaca? Yeah, was it Gattaca? Uh, that's the one with the DNA. You had to use someone else's DNA because he wasn't perfect or something like that. But
1: yeah, because they, they made him. He was like one of those last ones that was natural. Right.
0: And yeah. then like his brother was well, his not friend, natural. Yeah, was in a wheelchair. So he had the perfect DNA, but he got in an accident and he couldn't walk anymore. So he used the other guy's DNA. Yeah. Yeah. It's like almost. That's coming. I mean, it's almost. It's already happening. It's already happening. We're already using genetic engineering to cure diseases and correct defects and things like that. So, I mean, we just talked last week about the boy who was born deaf and uh, using. Uh, genetic manipulation transmitted uh, or, or delivered via a, a specifically designed virus, he was able to hear again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean,
1: it's, it, you know, it's the weird thing because when, like, scientists that are going to, they're doing, you know, the evil stuff, I would say, or, right. you know, evil geniuses, and they come
0: back at you and they're like, well, this is what we're trying to do. Right. I, it's hard to argue that. No, no, no. I, I think the majority of scientists are actually trying, you know, uh, with a, a noble purpose to solve real problems in the world. Um, the only issue I have is, A, they uh, lack any form of humility whatsoever, and sometimes they get so absorbed of whether they, uh, to, to quote, uh, you know, Jurassic Park. Uh, you know, they're they're so consumed with figuring out whether they can do it, they never stop to think whether they should. Oh, yeah, little, little Matthew Goldblum, Matthew uh, uh, Jeff Jeff Goldblum, yeah. Um, and uh, the other thing is, is also they fail to see the potential unac- un unattended consequences of what they're doing. They don't look at this from the you know what would an evil person do with this technology. Yeah. yeah, and that's the other part of it because they say, "Well, no, we 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 built this to help people, but yeah, it can also be used to hurt people." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? um, so that's really the the problem I have with it. You know, like for example, the 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 uh, the scientists working on gain of function research at the Wuhan lab. I honestly believe that the vast majority of them thought they were doing a really good thing. Okay, thought they were trying to figure out a way to possibly prevent a global pandemic, and instead, they ended up creating a global pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Because A, their hubris. They thought, oh, well, we can contain it. And B, they never stopped to consider the unintended consequences if they didn't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. You, you don't agree with that? Uh, I, 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 you you I, actually I, think the scientists were flat-out evil? I,
1: I don't think that they're evil, but I don't think that they're pure either. Well, you weren't supposed to be doing this kind of research.
0: Well, again, when when the government's willing to fund you to do it, you know, who do you blame? Do yeah. You do, the, no, do you blame the no, scientists? No, no, no. That's why or do I, you blame
1: the government. Look, that's but that's why I'm a little conflicted when when I like I'd like to think that that's what they are. But I actually part of me thinks that they're just evil.
0: I'm sure that some of them actually stopped to think about these things and considered it. And it might even kept some of them up at night but in, in and i think in the there's some run, of them that went and, and i
1: think there's some of them that have like a a a, a suicide pact that they're like i want to put this out and see how many people we can kill mm. like almost like you remember you know for the marvel movies thanos and the snapper he wanted to kill half the
0: half the people right like, they're kind of thanos Mm, like they maybe. think they're
1: on the good side they think they're doing good work but there, like the, there might be a
0: handful that think oh yeah we we to, to save the planet we need yeah, to, to save humanity we yeah. got to kill half of them. right yeah well then they should have designed a better virus because <laughs> it wasn't all that effective well they're trying the new one on mice. yeah side. but then again even if it, it i do believe it probably got out accidentally i don't believe it was an intentional release. no I, I i agree with you oh yeah. I, yeah. I agree with you there i agree with you i don't think it was but, done purposely but immediately upon happening There were a bunch of people in governments and corporations all over the planet that capitalized on it to the fullest extent. Yes. And made a lot of money and made a lot of money and was able to and was able to fuck a lot of people up. Yeah. Hey, by the way, did you see that Moderna um, now that, um, you know, the government is no longer paying for the covid vaccines? Yeah, they're actually selling it to people uh, for one hundred and thirty dollars a dose. <laughs> Selling what? Uh, the, the Moderna COVID nineteen vaccine. Really? Yeah. Now it's one hundred thirty dollars a dose. Yeah. Now we gonna... even though it costs them two dollars uh, and seventy five cents to to make that the government paid for <laughs> that the government paid for. No, no. I'm sure the government was paying the you know the high end price on it. <laughs> they weren't paying they weren't paying cost. No. <laughs> you know, and that's why Moderna stock you know uh was up twenty times over the course of a year. Yeah. You know, but the point is, is, you know, nobody's scared of it anymore. So not many people are going to be spending that kind of money on a COVID 19 vaccine.
1: Hell no. Not especially when, like, the, you've heard the bad stuff come out as well. Right. Right. I mean, it's, again, it's not, it's, and again, it's, oh, We'll get into this part when we talk about the Taylor Swift thing. But like,
0: well, know. let's let's I was just going to say we should probably segue since we're talking conspiracy theories at this point, Okay, which honestly, these aren't really conspiracy theories. I mean, there's no, just, but that's the point, though. Right. Because the Taylor Swift thing is
1: totally stupid. OK, tell me about that. All right. So that Vivek Ramaswamy, basically, mm-hmm. who in an effort to try to make himself relevant still, right, is and there's a couple other people that have put things out about this is that the NFL is basically, you know, wanted to make sure that Kansas City made it into the Super Bowl, so that Taylor Swift and Ryan Kelsey, or whatever the guy's name Travis. is, Travis Travis Kelsey, could endorse Biden after the Super Bowl
0: win. <laughs> okay, <laughs> half of all conspiracy ter- theories are half true. Yes. Okay, I do not think that the NFL actually conspired to make the Chiefs win. The Chiefs. Make it to the Super Bowl all the damn time because they're a like really, they made it there last really, year. really fucking good team. Yeah, they made it there last year, right? <laughs> okay. Like, didn't they win so, the Super Bowl last year? Yeah. It, uh, did they win last year? Yeah. Yeah. I think they did. And, uh, you know, of course, in uh, uh, 2020, uh, the Bucks beat the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, so again, the Chiefs are just a really, really fucking good team okay so there's a high probability that they're going to make a deep playoff run and you know i would say look if you were to make a bet at the beginning of the season who was going to be in the super bowl uh probably the uh the worst odd or the the you know the 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 best that would pay you the best the pay the least amount of least amount of money would be on kansas city yeah you know because they were probably a a two to one (laughs) you know to to repeat Yeah. yeah so the that part of the conspiracy theory is bullshit. Having said that, okay, I will say the relationship between Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift seems a little (sighs) contrived. Okay. May not be, they might've met at some event, fallen madly in love. But so I, I won't even say that their relationship is any type of, you know, conspiracy thing. Having said that, there are a lot of people, including the NFL, including all of the companies that uh, use Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey to market things. Okay. Uh, and now including Biden, because Biden is heavily courting Taylor Swift's endorsement. Now, there's. Uh, she endorsed him the last time, too. Right. Um, so, yes. All of this, having this, you know, superpower couple that merges the, uh, you know, pop music culture with the NFL culture, you know, so you've got two major groups of people that normally don't align on a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Taylor Swift fans and football fans generally are, are on separate trajectories. Okay. But now you've got an event that merges the two. So that from a... Uh, marketing standpoint and a political standpoint is a very very powerful tool yep yeah, so hang on so the the part of the conspiracy that is true is there are many many people that want to exploit this relationship whether it is real or contrived hard saying exploit the relationship for profit and politics Okay, so that is an absolute given. But going so far as to say that, you know, this was all created. The NFL is like controlling games to make sure that the Chiefs get to the Super Bowl. Having said that, the Chiefs get into the Super Bowl. There was a whole bunch of people in the NFL high fiving because they knew the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing was going to be that much bigger. You see what I'm saying? Okay. yes. However, and there's a lot of that that I don't disagree
1: with. Right. But the reason that those people on the marketing side are taking advantage of it is about the money. Oh, of course, it's not about Biden. Well, no, no, no. There's political. There's aspects political to people it as that well. are trying. Hold on. There's political
0: people trying to pull it in there. <coughs> right. But the other stuff is being done for money. Oh no, no, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, everyone that and nobody should give a fuck. Right. <laughs> that's the at thing. the end of the day, it's a girl that's
1: watching her boyfriend play football and she's having fun doing it
0: right yeah look don't get uh, me wrong i don't know i there's also look like you can't no, force the people n- n- you look, can't
1: force the camera on her the camera no, people are doing that to her no not super the other way around
0: yeah look no superstar like that no persona that is elevated to that level does anything without a team strategizing it Without a, a marketing team, a PR team, you know, making all the discussions about okay, how is this going to play? You know, there's so there is a lot. I mean, you
1: got you got image protection
0: that oh, you yeah. got to do and stuff like yeah. that. And I, I, I'm sure. Where that's are we going to put it. her? Who's going to be sitting next to her? Well, she's got a box and shit like that. Yeah, right. Well, you that's know. what I'm saying. It's it's all very uh, controlled. But that's so probably it, being it more is controlled. done by her handlers than by her, though. Mm, it's hard to say some celebrities are completely controlled by their handlers others have a really good idea about what they should be doing you know what I'm but saying? here's the thing I mean, take take the difference between taylor swift and say a ryan reynolds okay that's a guy who knows how to individually and personally market his image to maximize his uh you know ability to profit off it shaquille o'neal another yeah. example so there are those that really know exactly what they need to do to control their image and there are others who you know have a team of people that do it for them and i think taylor swift is probably a little combination of both
1: yeah, yeah but, but i think ultimately though if you are going to put out a wild fucking conspiracy theory that the nfl is making sure kansas city wins because that they want is. taylor swift to endorse biden to the super bowl you're
0: Fuck you! I just, like the, I, I got you're you're not a serious person. Well, you're an idiot. You probably never watched an NFL game then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you, there's not much other than officiating you can control, unless you have several players on the take. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying. And if and if you and the other side can
1: point to this, yeah. And this is the part that pisses me off. Hmm. They point to this, making fun of those people, right? And then throw. 10 other fucking conspiracies together right. to say that. And that's why all of these conspiracy things are bad. Right. Like they'll go, you know, the January 6th stuff and, you know, the like, and then they'll go and COVID.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the ones that are obviously true at this point.
1: And I think that that's the thing that pisses me off about some of these people the most is that by you being an idiot on this one right now. They're using this against the real ones. Yes. Yeah. And it happens all the time. It happens all the no, time. No, it does. It yeah. does. Now, I will say this. Sometimes you hear some some people that will say some nice things, or not nice things, but say some funny things. So, longtime political strategist James Carville mock conservatives who have bought into the conspiracy theory about Taylor Swift suggesting the NFL is rigging games to help President Biden win re election this fall. The unfounded theory centers on the idea that the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending NFL champions, received assistance to get into the Super Bowl this season in an effort to further attention to the pop megastar
0: who's dating Travis Kelsey, the team's star tight end, so she can endorse Biden. Well, here's the thing. What evidence do they support? I mean, the Baltimore Ravens surely didn't look like they threw that game. They looked like they were trying their ass off to win. Yeah, And the officiating was not, you know, Overly, uh, I saw no like totally blown calls in that game. There were a couple of questionable ones, but there's always a couple of questions. That always is the case.
1: So, and are there times that you think that the refs are in their head, are maybe giving one team a pass on some stuff because, like, you know, like not
0: necessarily a team, but I have seen the refs will sometimes give certain star players a little more benefit of the doubt. So I'll go with that. Uh, it, it, like, you know, if, if you've got a cornerback that is just like a superstar cornerback, um, you he know, gets away with a lot stuff. of times he'll get away with a little, you know, hold, a little push off. Because you, you can throw a flag almost every play. Yeah, pretty much every play there's a, you know, there's a hold, there's a, you know, a, a little bit of P.I., you know, something like that. So there's that's always going on. So I think that there is some of that, but I don't think that's any... Intentional bias and a ref trying to throw the game. It's just you know, hey man, I, I've been watching that guy play and he's just amazing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, so I think that's kind of a subconscious thing. But there's a little bit there. I don't think I've ever seen an NFL game where I said, "Oh, this is fucking rigged." You know? Yeah.
1: i Look, I know that they've had some blown calls. Like I know that I've, I've seen watched some, some really games bad where they calls. They blow some calls. Yeah. And and but, it seemed like what the you know what are you doing? Yeah. But at the same time, now hold on, I want to but I want to read this quote. So James Carville. Who you got to remember? Louisiana used to his accent.
0: Yeah, Dave yeah. Carvel, He's a great. He's a great commentator. Yeah.
1: He goes. I don't think there's anything strategic about this. Carvel said of conservatives who have pushed the unfounded claim. I think most of these people are sexually inadequate, and they go, <laughs> and they go for all this crazy stuff.
0: You know what? There's some fucking truth to that one. <laughs> so he's saying uh, Ravi Shawmi can't get it up, <laughs> or he's just frustrated because maybe he's got just got a not tiny penis. It, I guess. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the thing is, this when you see stuff like this, and if any of these people, if I if I hear somebody take this seriously, I just no longer want well, to hear of what- it.
0: Part of it, you can. I, I don't want to say take seriously, but there's there's some. Like I said, there's some kernels of truth there. There's a lot of people that are exploiting the relationship between Kelsey and Swift for their own benefit. Yeah, politically but but and but that's, but that's uh, financially, financially but that's everything it's though. true yes it is true like but th- th- here's it's, the thing. it's just you're you're not, not uncovering right something now. special right when you're yeah.
1: do- like this is what happens
0: right like uh, for example state farm who travis kelsey is a spokesperson for he's a paid endorser of state mm-hmm. farm insurance i i bet they're thrilled you know, every time Kelsey t- catches a touchdown, and Taylor Swift is jumping up and down because it's all that is being tied to their but product. That, but that's not
1: what he's talking about. No, no, he's saying that the NFL helped them on purpose
0: in order to get, in order for the Super Bowl for Biden to get the nomination. It, 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 if if that were true, it would have had to have been so subtle that it was almost inconsequential. You know, I mean, because there's. Look, man, I, I coached football for over a decade. I know the sport inside and out, okay? And I if there was something that was blatant, like the fix was in, you'd see it. Everyone would see it. It would be noticed. And it's just it's not there, you know? You
1: just make yourself look like an idiot, right? You just make yourself look like a moron, yeah. And that's what it is. Like, I know that there's a bunch of people that I know that we're all Vivek Ramaswamy fans, and I never really got into it just because I, did, I didn't. One, I didn't like him. Two, and I'm just I'm sick of people that are like the wannabe Trump asshole. But, and like, not only you that. try to pull off what that motherfucker pulls off when it comes to being an asshole, and you're not good at it for one, <laughs> yeah. and you sound like a
0: moron for two. I, it, that's the thing where yeah, you know, I had no opinion of Ramaswamy really because i just don't care about any fucking politicians at this point because i don't vote for anybody um but when he did that hole in the debate uh with nikki haley you can't name three provinces in in uh, uh yeah. ukraine like, you fucking idiot yeah and, and and she was just as bad and well and the funny thing no. is, is
1: that on that issue y- you would probably be more to the agreement that you don't want and us putting money over there right Yeah. who well, you would want, you don't want the, us to be giving Ukraine
0: money. No, I'm, I'm okay with it. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. Okay. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah, Ukraine Ukraine needs to kick the shit out of Russia, man. <laughs> or we're going to have to deal with it later. Okay, I get yeah. you. Yeah, okay. So it's, it's better to invest some money now. And again, I, look, folks, remember, I'm an anarchist. I would prefer that there was no military. There was no government. There was no, none whatsoever. Having said that, in the world we live in, it's better to make an investment and give Ukraine money and weapons now so they can fight Russia so that we don't have to spill blood to fight Russia. Okay. Because if they roll into the next country... We will be fighting Russia directly. Well, yeah, because at that point they're going. Then, then they in NATO, NATO territory, territory. which right. Russia's not going to yeah. do. But and speaking of uh, speaking of war, <laughs> yeah, speaking of war, ah, oh, shit, man. You know so, it, sucks are, guess, Sunday, right. it sucks when something happens on the Sunday. By the way,
1: it sucks when something happens on the Sunday because we got to wait all the way to fucking Saturday to talk about it.
0: Well, what? Is, okay, so on so go ahead and start off. Well, because the, so there was a, we have troops in Jordan, right. Army and, Reserve troops too. Yeah. Yeah. Reservists yeah, in well, Jordan. Here's the thing: you, you, a lot of people have no idea how much the Res, Army Reserve and National Guard get deployed overseas. I mean, it is, it's crazy how much uh, they're using reserve forces uh, for for you know active, you know, uh, essentially combat missions these days. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't want to get into that part of it just yet. So what yeah. happened was is that there was a there was a base. If you want to call it a base that there was a drone coming in the the military thought it was one of their drones coming back in Right, but it ended up being a drone from one of the militia groups or whatever Right, and it was a suicide drone right um, that ended up killing three Three Americans Americans and hurting a whole bunch more Right like it hit a barracks. Yeah, you know so now the the ones that did this there was there's groups out there, you know in that area that are funded by iran right that you know that that are that iran's backing these people and so the u.s you know waits about a week because it didn't start until last night well you know waits five or six days and then now the u.s is launching attacks
0: it it, the the reason that they uh they waited uh is specifically because yeah this is a delicate dance right now (laughs) and you know the U.S. they're they're like on the tightrope right now between you know are we are are we going to end up going to full on war? We have to respond to this, you know, because our bases has been attacked before, but there were no casualties. Yeah, now there's been a bunch of attacks leading up to this. Now thing. we got three service members dead. We have to respond, and we responded pretty big by striking multiple targets. Uh, I think 180 85 targets in Syria and Iraq. And all of the targets were militant groups backed by Iran. So essentially, Iran proxy forces. Um, And, uh, you know, it was effective because Iran really dialed back their rhetoric after that. In fact, uh, they essentially first uh, they said they were going to suspend Khatib Hezbollah said they were going to suspend all um, uh, military ops against U.S. forces okay because essentially they got their ass kicked in a very short period of time and now have to lick their wounds now iran made a statement that and it's funny the way it was conveyed in the media was the media is saying like (coughs) they they took the words respond for so like this is the afp iran will quote respond firmly to attack okay that's the headline but if you really read into it what Iran is saying is, we fucked up, we're not going to do it again. Okay? <laughs> Listen to this statement. <clears throat> and this is coming from um, uh, the uh, – re- this is an official statement from Iran. We have said many times that we will not be the initiator of any war, but if a country, a cruel force, wants to bully, the Islamic Republic of o- Iran will respond firmly. Okay? Um, so <laughs> – and. They also said today, the enemy has no ability to do anything against us because they know that our forces are powerful and capable. Okay. Now, that statement right there, I guess if you're a journalist, you think that's a threat. If you're a diplomat, you realize that Iran is saying, okay, we ain't going to do shit again unless you actually invade us. Mm -hmm. And then we will defend ourselves, but we're done. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's essentially the message that they're conveying. But it's funny that the media portrayed that as like some type of aggressive statement from Iran. And it's like, no, that's diplomatically, this is like, okay, we're gonna stop, (laughs) you know. And their proxy groups have said, We're not gonna attack the US anymore. So essentially the US has been given an opportunity to say, Okay, I think we just might have put an end to it. We spanked them pretty hard. They got the message. They're going to chill the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it will be interesting to see how the media reacts to this, how the politicians react to this, how the American public reacts to this. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. The Republicans are going to say you got to do more. They're going to call Biden weak. And no matter what
1: he did, they're going to call him weak. Of course. Yeah. So they're going to do it no matter what. Some of the Dems are going to be a little bit split on stuff. You have this certain faction within there that's the really pro Palestine that's going to be mad at him for doing it. Right. But the neocon Democrats
0: are going to be fine. But the neocon
1: Democrats are going to be with the neocon Republicans. And they're going to be. Right. But the Democrats are going to give Biden more of a pass, but still say, well, we got to make sure that we're tough on him. Right. But the guys like Lindsey Graham, who has not met a country he does not want to bomb. Right. <laughs> you know and his little brother now tom cotton um like again horrible fucking human beings by the way like right. the worst people we should ever have in office but you got these people that are just gonna go go to town and be like you know unless we bomb Iran and put nukes on there or something i mean right.
0: honestly they really do want to bomb the world oh yeah yeah absolutely there's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, we're also preparing for uh, a war with Taiwan or oh, war in, uh, in Taiwan or, uh, with China. Hold on. Hold on. Before we move to this. Next oh, OK, one, go ahead. Then, hold on real quick.
1: Again, I I weep for the Americans that were dead, that were killed, and I'm not blaming them for what I'm about to say. But why in the fuck are we have reservists at a base? in fucking jordan if you weren't setting right. them up to get fucking attacked right it's like you're gonna attack us and you're all like these we got attacked right but the thing about it is you're leaving them in f- is there some kind of congressional war in jordan i don't fucking know about <laughs> right yeah exactly like
0: why do you have troops in jordan right now get them the fuck out of there right right and and think about this too we just bombed two sovereign nations, okay? We essentially committed acts of war on two nations because we were pissed off at a third nation that we didn't bomb. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, it just...
1: It, sometimes... Our foreign policy is so screwed up right so now that it's, it's it's hard to... Like, the thing is this, like... I You know, I was actually trying to explain it last night. Like, foreign policy and stuff. I was talking to my mom. I literally went to... Like World War One and pre-World War One, right? To explain the differences to what our country used to do with the military before World War One to after World
0: War Two, right? And
1: how the major change happened, you know, at that time frame. I mean, I brought up fucking Manifest Destiny for fucking Pete's
0: sake, by the way. <laughs> right? You took it way back, huh? Like
1: I went way, I went way back to that because right. I was like, well, that's why they were doing it. Which again, that's a it's it, at least there's a justification for it, right? So, but if you look at what these people are like, we have we have so many military members in so many different places and then when you hit one of them somehow the other country's the aggressor which don't get me wrong in some ways they are but that's like standing in front of somebody and then right. making it and then if they punch you be like why did you fucking punch me why did you aggress on me what well, you're standing, standing right fucking there
0: on your front lawn
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm at your house. I'm in your shit. Right. You don't want me to be there. Right. You won't fucking leave. Right. You know. Yeah. You, you've overthrown my fucking governments over and over and over again. You've caused nothing but st- instability oh, around right. this motherfucker. Yeah. You know.
0: You keep fucking. You keep funding dictators. Well, and, then, and then somehow I'm the at, bad guy. Look at one of the nations that we bombed, Iraq. In this case, we've overthrown their government. What, like three times in in the past lot, yeah. uh, fifty years? And they're a, you know they're a <laughs> you know? puppet of us now anyway. Right. That, well, it,
1: more Iran now, but like so. yeah, right. <laughs> but again, here's the thing: what Iraq was doing was providing the balance between Iraq and Iran. Right. And we were funding both sides of that one. <laughs> right. We gave them guns, Iran Contra. Remember that shit? Right. Like we were giving money that we were giving guns to both sides, so they would kill each other.
0: yeah I yep. wonder who those soldiers are pissed off at. <laughs> right. <laughs> Military industrial complex, man. My Lockheed Martin stock's doing pretty well, <laughs> and that's why it keeps going. Exactly, and that's why it. That's keeps right. Going. That's right. I'm doing my part as an American. <laughs> I'm investing in the companies that will make me profit for killing brown people. Because a, what else you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, you're right. It's just. It's just.
1: I don't understand what we were, oh, and, and I, did, I don't know if you heard the call that Biden made to one of the wives or to one of the, the, the no, mothers and no. stuff. Oh, this guy is so, so self-centered fucking asshole. He spent all the time talking about his fucking kid who didn't even fucking die in Iraq, who was saying he died in Iraq. Right. When he really died of like brain cancer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. He, you know what? The thing is this, by the way, look, and Trump don't give a fuck about you either. So I don't I don't want to make this one against the other. But if you think Biden gives one fuck about anybody dying in a fucking foreign country that's an American, he doesn't. Right. And you can tell because he's making these obligatory phone calls and trying to act like he gives a fuck when all he'll talk about is what's going on with him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's he's got uh he's got a little bit of Trump in him there, you yeah. <laughs> know. It's always about him. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah.
1: But look, if you're gonna be, look, if you're if you're gonna run for president, obviously you got to, you know, <laughs> you
0: got to have a massive ego to begin with. Yeah, yeah. you got to so. have that. You but know. Uh, a little, uh, you know, a, a little bit of understanding uh, that you're not the center of the universe is also helpful as well. Yeah. I mean, don't get wrong. There would be it would be nice if they weren't like that, but you know. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that is. Uh, Uh, Well, if you listen to the show, you're not surprised by it. But uh, cabinet members call to resettle Gaza, Gaza, encourage Gazans to leave at a jubilant conference. Uh, So, of course, this is in Israel. Um, So, basically, Israel at this point has now more or less openly stated that their motive is what I've been saying their motive was from day one, is to actually uh, take possession of Gaza. And relocate all the Palestinians out of there now. And it's look, if you're paying even the smallest amount of attention to what's going on there, it's clearly obvious that's what they're trying to do. But now they're saying the quiet thing out loud, yeah. whereas before they weren't saying that sort of thing in
1: front of an impassioned. And this is from the Times of Israel, by the way. Right. In front of an impassioned audience of thousands of right-wing activists, 11 government ministers, and 15 coalition lawmakers pledged Sunday night to rebuild Jewish-Israeli settlements in the heart of the Gaza Strip, with some also encouraging the immigration of the Palestinian population after the war with Hamas is over. Speaking amid a carnival-like atmosphere at the Jerusalem International Convention Center, finance minister Bazil Shemak, whatever his last name is, the leader of the ultra-nationalist religious Zionist, Zionism party, extolled the virtues of creating new settlements, declaring, God willing, we will settle and we will be victorious. Yep. National security minister uh, Imtar ben Grieve. Leader of the extreme right Ozaka U- Unit Party told, her <laughs> butchering all I don't, these you names. know what? And I don't give a fuck. By the way, <laughs> fuck these motherfuckers. Okay. Told Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who was not present, and the audience that the time to return to Gush Katif, the name of the Israeli settlement block in Gaza that was evacuated in the two thousand and five disengagement, Shemurkdis um, and Ben Grieve. Together with the Sixth Coalition, MK signed what was dubbed the Covenant of Victory and Renewal of Settlements, which pledged, which pledged
0: that the signatories would grow Jewish settlements full of life in the Gaza Strip. And that is most likely the majority sentiment among Israelis. Yeah. You know, it seems from what I'm seeing out there. Now, there is a, a a vocal minority in Israel that is opposed to that, but they are definitely in the, the minority. Yeah, there's also uh, you know a minority of uh, Israelis who uh, actually support the idea of a Palestinian state. Okay, so uh, a two-state option, which now, interestingly, it appears that the U.S. State Department is actually re- reviewing options for a possible recognition of a Palestinian state. Now, that tells me right there... That the U.S. is very, very uncomfortable with what's going on right now. They see it. They see that this is, you know, uh, you know, if not a full-on genocide, which it has a lot of the the benchmarks of a, a genocide, um, it is a humanitarian crisis, and it is a you know a, a mass uh, you know emigration effort to to just basically clear out all the Palestinians from Gaza. Yeah. So. It looks as if the U.S. might be changing their position, and, and chances are they probably just leaked this. They're, it's probably not a coincidence that these two things are happening at the same time. Okay, because I'm guessing that the State Department wanted to kind of put Israel on notice by publicly leaking this—that <coughs> um, you know you're running out of time. It, what you're doing is is looks really bad on the world stage. You don't get to do this for a long period of time and the potential consequence is that the US would recognize a Palestinian state. And if that happens and you are attacking a essentially a sovereign nation that the US has recognized, that's a real problem. So, this is a shot across the bow from the US to Israel, essentially telling Israel to you better wrap it up look
1: something very very bad (coughs) happened to israel right yeah i totally get that oh yeah and they needed to respond yeah what they didn't need to do and this is what happens all the time don't let a good crisis go to waste exactly and they what they're doing is they're taking a crisis that was it wasn't their fault because the people that attacked them attacked them. It was their fault that they weren't defended well enough. And it was a complete lack of defensive uh, stance that they were not like th- these people want to kill you. You know, they want to kill you. Right. You're not going to be set up ready for that. They let them in the country. And then they're ta- and now they are totally taking advantage of it. Yep. Right now to the point, and and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and here's the thing. You just read the article. We just read
0: it. The real intention is to get them out of there. It's but look, this has been Israel's pattern for the last seventy years. Every time that any type of Arab group that possesses land in anywhere around Israel, um, when they get attacked, Israel takes territory. Mm-hmm. They respond and they take more territory. They respond and they take more territory, and they always say, "Well, we need this additional territory." to defend ourselves from that threat every single time. And that's what they're doing in North Gaza. They may stop and say, okay, South Gaza is still, Yeah, you know. hold on. But if you need it for a buffer zone, then don't put people in the buffer
1: zone. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. That's so. not your goal.
1: And here's the thing, honestly, at this point, you we have to stop funding these people.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Look, I don't we, want any
1: foreign aid to begin with, but if they're not even going to listen to what we're saying, then why are we giving them any money?
0: Yeah. I concur, 100%. But uh, folks, that's it for hour number one. If you'd like to join us in hour number two, all you need to do is go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage, sign up, become a subscriber. You get a whole bunch of uh, swag. uh, You get a This Is Not a Bomb duffel bag, uh, Anarchist Guild challenge coin, autographed copy of my book, The Cassandra Trigger, and more. We'll see you on the other side. Patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage.